Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hi guys, welcome to Full Time Devils. We are back with another podcast. This is the FTD podcast. Whether you're listening on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, thank you very much. And make sure you're subscribing on all of those as well and leaving your five-star reviews for us. But today we are joined by Andy Tate, Abdullah, Jay, and myself, Adam McCola, here for the podcast. It's an international break, but we're still going. We got plenty to talk about. Now Pogba's opened his mouth this week and we got all sorts going on. Abdullah wants to talk about the McCanns. It's it's all been going off um, here on Full Time Devils and with Manchester United. So, guys, first things first. How you all doing? I'm all right. Well, we lost two games and I'm out, but still all right because Ollie's at the wheel. He is still at the wheel. Yeah. Jay, before you talk, can you sit forward, please? <laughs> 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 We've been trying to get these mics working yeah. for about half an hour and now Jay's That's not right, going to talk into right. it. Sorry, which there is just go. great. There you go. Is that all right? Yeah, Is that better? All, that's all right. good. I need to work on my posture. Uh, yeah, I'm good, man. I, I can't be doing international breaks, to be honest with you. Yeah. So I just want the, the real football. The World Cup didn't bring back the feel-good factor for you? A, li- about a little bit. It was, that was enjoyable. I, I don't mind the World Cup, but like you know, these international breaks in the middle of the season, even though it's probably coming at a good time for United, I think, just to recuperate a little bit. Yeah. Um, I'm not really that bothered about oh, England versus Montenegro or whatever that's going on. I watched Wales against Trinidad the other day. Did you make it? That was a real bad game to watch. Sorry, Giggsy. Hey, is that it was bad. <laughs> Should have given me a game. <laughs> Are you eligible to play for Wales? Probably, yeah. Everyone is that. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> is. If you live in England, like. Yeah. yeah. Anybody I mean. these days. Then again, <laughs> I don't know, Brexit might have cancelled those chances. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening with Brexit? There's one way to. We're here to solve Brexit, the McCanns, and everything else today. Um, Lads, (laughs) let me talk to you first about Paul Pogba this week. Um, Well, I I sent out a tweet on Full Time Devils asking for thoughts. People saying, someone said Mourinho was right about him. Now, I don't believe that's the case. Um, I I don't think Mourinho was right about anything at Manchester United. But. Um, how are you guys uh, feeling about Paul Pogba's words this week? Um, First of all, are they? De- did he definitely say them? Because I've I seen see the quotes, I d- but I'm not seeing a video of him saying. I've seen the the other interview with Sky Sports, but it's that French paper which sort of misled what he said last time, so misquoted him. Sorry, so I'm not too sure. But at the same time, if it is true, the quote those for those people that yeah. don't know is. Um, to play for Real Madrid would be a dream, especially with Zinedine Zidane there. But I'm happy with my new manager. I'm happy at Manchester United and I've got a contract there. Similar to what Ronaldo used the to say, isn't the it? The problem with, with that is you don't need to say it. De Gea, did we ever hear De Gea say that type of stuff? Obviously, he was on the edge of leaving, but he never said anything about him leaving to Madrid. Yeah. He completely avoided everything about that. So I think you just got to do your job on the pitch and then... If you say, oh, I don't know what's going to happen in the future, you don't want to lie to the fans, you want to get it off your chest, you don't have to start flirting in the media with other clubs and stuff like that. I don't think he did that with Juve before he moved to us. 
I don't think it's the right thing to do. Do you think he's doing that now, or do you think? Do you think if he? Do you think he's just being kind to Zinedine, Zinedine Zidane and that, or do you think he is angling for a move? It would depend this summer on the transfer activity. He's not going yeah. this summer. Let's I know not real. this summer, but... You don't think so? Who, who we get in this summer may be crucial to yeah. keeping him. True. He's going to wait up. Who we're going to get in, I know we'll have to wait and see, but it's, it's, it's disrespectful if he has said this. Do you think it's the level of commitment then from the club to the transfer? So if we're looking at Jadon Sancho, you know, the big players in the market, a world-class centre-half, looking at the Varans, Koulibaly's, all that... If we're not actually signing any of those, could that affect his move? It could do. I mean, going, going back to the whole thing about him saying no, I think part of the thing for me is, <laughs> I mean, this might again, part of the thing for me is, Zidane's a legend in France. This is a French newspaper. He's way with international duty in France. Zidane's gone back to Real Madrid. There's a question. Yeah. Oh, that's a wonderful move or whatever. That's great for the club. Anyone would love to play for Zidane. He's a great guy, but I'm happy at United. Is there anything wrong with that, really? Is that the same as Ronaldo with his... Only Where will I be? God will only know. I feel like a slave and all that rubbish that he came out with. I don't think it is. And, you know, sometimes Pogba does open his god a bit too much. But I don't think in this case he said anything really that bad. I think he's asked about a, a proper, true French legend by a French paper while he's away on French international duty. And he said pretty much what you'd expect someone to say. Yeah, he's a great manager. Yeah, anyone would love to play him. But I'm happy United. I, I think it's the Real Madrid thing, that. not just Zidane. I think if it was actually just Zidane, I wouldn't have minded as much. But the whole thing of well, everyone on, wants to play for Madrid. And um, if I think he says oh, Zidane would be great to play for, he's still pretty much saying the same thing. Well, it? that's why I'm saying I'd need to see what he said out of his mouth because the quotes sound a he bit did his, I think he, he may I'd have said have to, it in French yeah. and he got Yeah, it could, it could have been that. We've seen that happen before. Zidane is his idol though, isn't it? Yeah. From when he was I think kid. personally, look, I think footballers all do this. It's all a little bit of games in terms of you know, is he going to get a new contract yeah, from Manchester exactly. United? Could be a contract. Is he is he kind of saying to Manchester United, hold up, lads, you need to you need to buck up your ideas a little bit here. Yeah, I've been at the club for three years. We've not really challenged for a league title. We're not really favourites to win the Champions League. A player of his caliber, a player of De Gea's caliber, a player of some of these lads' caliber should be challenging for the big trophies. Yeah. So could it be a case that he's merely just putting pressure on the board to act and make our team better? Possible. It could be that. And at the same time, I think Madrid have literally just given everything to Zidane. They've said full control of the club, transfers. The money's just going to flood in there. So it's a dangerous game for United at the same time. If United want to be back amongst the elite, you've got, got a bankroll yeah. this summer and, and serious bankroll. Not, you look at, not penny yeah. pinching like, as in the past. Because if, if they do it again this summer, we're going to be another two years behind. Yeah. And it, 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 it's, it, it's the way the football world is now. <clears throat> yeah. Mm. I think you look at City, I think they're linked to Saul Niguez from, uh, um, is it Atleti? And he's a really, really good player. And they're instantly, like, sort of looking to replace someone like Fernandinho, you know, bringing someone in to, and one of the best midfielders right <laughs> now in Europe. So, where, where, what are United doing right now? We hear stuff about Jadon Sancho. Don't know if that's hundred percent true. I'd personally, if I was Jadon Sancho and I'm United, I'm allowing him another year in Dortmund before I look to get him. I think he's still young. Um, I, I still think we haven't figured out a system, which is a problem. Because if you bring Jadon Sancho in and we play more of a central system with a number ten like Jesse Lingard, and that is our best option then what do you do if you bring Jadon Sancho in and you have to play him on the left or he can't play central and he wants to be on the right. like Stuff mm. like that can happen. So I, I still think we need to figure out what we want before we target certain players. But we do need to step up. I think a world-class centre-half has to be signed. We need to be getting in contact now with clubs, with players about... A couple of centre-backs will yeah. miss. I think the problem is I don't want just any random centre-back. I want one of the best in the world now because we've seen that with Van Dijk, with Liverpool. You can't just keep bringing in potential someone like this potential someone like that who could do well I think it's time we step up and we put in over 80 City million did it to get one Carl of the Walker. best defenders in the world yeah identified it got him in Mendy that's it I was looking at Bayern Munich this week Robbins announced his retirement and they've pretty much already wrapped up his replacement and it's like we've still not replaced Beckham we replaced Roy Keane with Carrick I think in a different role though different different kind of player I think football changed as well in that style in that sense so Mm. I think we did replace him it was interesting I was reading Carrick's uh, book and he was talking about when Michael Owen got the seven shirt he was offered to Carrick at the same time 
And Carrick kind of said, mm. nah, I'm happy with the 16. And Owen was like, yeah, I'll take it. But they were both in the room with Fergie at the time. And the number was oh up. Wait, imagine Carrick in a seven. Anyone would have been better than Michael Owen. Anything but Michael Owen. Look, at, what, window, look at him the other day, man. I have a reaction to that Rashford goal. And he wore know. the seven shirt for us. He he's the, the curse. He won the, he won the title, didn't he? he he's the reason. Yeah. He's, he's the curse. We've had that going on full time those for a while. Hashtag how, remove how the curse. How does the curse end? At Michael Owen, hashtag remove the curse. <laughs> it's a bit dark. Well, this is, this full time those podcast is getting very dark. I think we'll move away from. He did kill a rabbit once upon a time. But I think we should just let him off for that. And Abdullah. <laughs> I just say we might get a one-game ban from the podcast. Or <laughs> I just celebrate right. when we score with Rashford in the 94th minute. I've seen the footage of that. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Is, yeah, that's what he was on about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's really yeah. weird because it's yeah. like us over there. It's weird with Owen because it's like he w- he went through what period of being a Manchester United legend. <laughs> I say, like, on television, like, he'd be like, oh, I'm an um, ex-Man United. And then he got a job with Liverpool, and now all of a sudden he's kind of, like, yeah. trying to push that Manchester United. Trouble is, though, like, you know full well, if any United player went to the Scousers and won the title with him, doesn't matter who you are, you could be the most popular... Ryan Gates could have done that when he was 40, and he'd still be unpopular at United for doing yeah. that. Yeah. So it doesn't matter how much Owen wants to be the Bezzies with all the Scousers. Yeah. He went to United... And he won a title with Look him. at how we treat Schmeichel. That, that's what I mean. <laughs> Just he, for going yeah, to City. No, that, that's not... No, 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 no. Because Andy Cole went to City. He don't get that. Yeah, that's true. That's because Schmeichel yeah. part-wheeling. Yeah. True, all that yeah. stuff. So he did it at Villa and he did it at City mm. as well. He loved it in our phases. But yeah. That Villa game, we beat him in the end. Yeah, exactly. Van Nistelrooy. Oh, yeah. my God. But yeah, Owen like, wants to be loved by him. But I think he's got a bit of popularity in the Far East. But most of the sort of die-hard Liverpool fans, you're not going to have that either. It's crazy because Michael Owen... When you look at what he achieved, he's a footballing legend. He won a Ballon d'Or. No, no, no. no, 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 no I'm being la- serious. Do you know why I'm laughing? Because when we got rid of Tevez and we got him in, I tried to convince myself, right? He's going to score more goals than Tevez. <laughs> well, then again, Tevez only had five league goals. That's what I was saying to myself. I was like, yeah, he'll score more goals than Tevez. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, this is a good move. Yeah. And like Tevez went and scored about 100 goals for City. Michael Owen scored about 10. For it was a good move just for that goal in the derby. Oh, that was such a good goal, man. That's a legendary moment. Right at the end there, Andy. <laughs> yeah, I'm right at the end. <laughs> Don't um, heard that Michael Owen didn't celebrate Rashford's goal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think um, <laughs> Before we move, because we kind of diverted from the Pogba, <clears throat> um, I'm going to ask everyone two questions. Do you think Pogba's angling for a move away from Old Trafford with what he said this week? Yes or no? It's his ego. You don't know. It's possible. Yes or no? Yes. Do you think one day he'll play for Real Madrid? Yes. I think First question: Do you think he's angling for a move with what he said this week? No, I think it's more pushing for the club to transfer. Oh, right, I said yes or no. Yeah, yes to one day he wants to play for Madrid. He I will play for Real Madrid. Think, yeah, he will. I think he will. No, me no. Real or whatever his name is, just wants more money somehow. Through United. Through it, yeah. I don't. I don't. Uh, I agree. I don't think he said that while thinking. Oh, this will help me get a move away. But I've always imagined Pogba playing for Real Madrid. Um, I think it's the perfect yeah. kind of fit. And especially, I, I hope this provides... I'm not trying to defend Pogba here because I hate when people say all that stuff. So those in the comments are not defending him. You all know I'm one of the chief members of Pogba FC. But um, like, hopefully it makes the club buck up their ideas. Yeah. If they think Pogba <coughs> are key man... Do you know what? This has been ongoing even before the Glazers off. I remember reading Fergie's book and he said one of the reasons Eric retired was because he didn't think we were aggressive enough in the transfer market. When Rooney said it, everyone went up mad at him. And obviously there's other reasons for Rooney about us not pursuing the top, top players we should be doing. And we know that. We've seen it for years. I know Jose went OTT yeah. with it and he did spend a lot of money. But part of him was right a little bit in the fact that we needed to spend more than what we were. At so times we could have you know generally I mean? had another chance in for a treble. At times, had we just spent that extra bit of money that a top side should be doing, we've seen Barca do it to stay at the top, and we didn't do that. We could have been I in for another treble. At times. Cup game in a way. Yeah, that was a robbery, man. That should have been the treble. That, that's that a nine. Where Rio ended up in that. Yeah. When, uh, Ronaldo got fouled right by the touchline for the East End. Yeah. Stone you know penalty! Do you know what? Yeah. Yeah. Their penalty is bad as well. Because if we'd have gone all the way to in the Cup final, that might. Wasn't that Cardiff in the final? It was quarters, we would have had two more games. I know, I know, I know. 
It was an easy ride. It was like a bunch of like partnership and Premier League teams, yeah. Portsmouth, Cardiff. Proper, proper. And into it. We only say the penalty as well. Wasn't it Kushat that got sent off? Yeah, it was Kushat. I don't think it was a proper pen as well. I think he got his hand on the ball. Benjani scored it, I think. Bloody Benjani. There's a few like though. Even I know Barcelona turned us over a bit, but even 09, I think certain things could have been differently. We started so well in that game. Is that the one where yeah. Ronaldo hit the ball, Park hit the ball? It was Park, Ronaldo, and I think Rooney up front. First 15 minutes, it was yeah. on United. Then yeah. Barca took control. And we had no way back. Yeah. We were just on a carousel, man. Just 2011, basically, we were Barca's bitch. And I'm being honest about <laughs> oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember. <laughs> I I, it, that's, that's what I said. I said, we're Barca's bitch. And it was, it was humiliating yeah. to watch. You Fantastic football for a new We're talking about Barcelona in 08. We Sorry, obviously we played them in Norway. We're talking about 09 and 11. And today, while we record this podcast, is the 35th anniversary of that victory over Barcelona in 84 when oh. I was still in my dad's balls. <laughs> I was eight, nine. I was can you four. remember? I can remember. I know I can. Were you there? I think I wasn't, right? I can remember on the old... When, when, when TV only had four channels, I remember, I remember watching this. the highlights... On a Wednesday night, I think it was Thursday, it was Cup Winners' Cup, wasn't it? Thursday night, I remember seeing Brian Robson scoring. Scored two. Scored two, Frank Stapleton. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and you just, yeah, the highlights, because you're only like eight or nine years old. Maradona played. Yeah, yeah, and uh, running on the pitch and all that. I just remember watching the pitches, then you fall asleep when you're like nine years old. You got school in the morning next day, you know what I mean? It, but man. I do remember watching it. I don't remember, I was too young, but I remember when I was like four years old, there was an atmosphere at Old Trafford. We lived in Stratford. Um, about a mile and a half away and you could hear it mm. um, and that's one of my earliest memories of that it was just that deafening did the same thing against Olympiacos didn't it and he was around around the same same time as anniversary four years ago come back from 2-0 down 1-3-0 three, three uh, first time in my time we played Barca it was what 2008 <laughs> that I can remember <laughs> oh, <fuck Yeah>. <laughs> 1991 <laughs> cup winners cup final Mark Hughes <laughs> bang bang he's another one that let us down in here Oh. Clayton Blackmore off the he's line. Such a player as well. In the last minute, Les Sealy, God rest him, yeah, playing with a, a, a badly injured knee. He got in the League Cup final and he was patched up and he got we, we got through it. I was only sixteen. He but did a capper did in the League Cup final. Yeah. He used to come off. Let's see in the League Cup final against uh, was it Forest in that Yeah. Um, no, it's Sheffield, Sheffield Wednesday. And um, he was injured and like he went like Jim McGregor wanted the old physio went on. To like try to take him off, and he basically like threatened to chin him. Thing is, his knee was basically up. there was bits of his knee hanging out, and he was patched up. Like, I'm all right. Yeah, no, no, he's all right. Well, I mean, like Fergie was like, yeah, I don't. Did we have a subkeeper? No, you know, you didn't. You only had two subs in them days, didn't you? So you wouldn't uh, have a subkeeper. Yeah, John Sheridan scored the winner. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, well, you could only make two subs. You only had you two only had subs two in the subs, bench. Didn't you? Yeah, yeah, ninety ninety one. Yeah, John Sheridan scored the winner. I remember it. I remember when. Um, yeah, yeah, he did. Then it was alright. I remember yeah. when, because I was listening to the radio. You're saying some guy was saying, "Oh, England, have, you know, we had a we had a gap where we weren't great in Europe." And I was thinking, partly because we were banned from Europe and you know other things. But I remember the free foreigner rule. Mate, I, this is a great point, that Maka, because that really winds me up because. People, one of my favourite of United teams was 94 team. I think that was an amazing team. You look at the amount of games he played, they, they, were, they came close to the domestic treble, we lost the League Cup final and we did the domestic double. And in Europe, people going about the free foreigner rule and oh well it affected everyone, it didn't, it affected United more than... Crippled us. Yeah, because you had players like... The Irish players couldn't play it. Was, was classed as a foreigner. Kinchelskis. I think, was it Kinchelskis, uh, Irwin, Keane, Cantona, Schmeichel, Hughes, Schmeichel, Schmeichel. And plus, like, other teams weren't as reliant on foreigners. I think AC Milan won it that season. They beat, I think they beat Barca in the final 4-0 because AC Milan yeah. had a predominantly Italian team. Italian Barcelona Maldini. had a bit more cosmopolitan Italian. team. So it, it hindered certain teams. That's the reason they got rid of it. You know, I mean, you, you probably remember in 94 when we went to Barcelona. I think that was the last year in operation where you had... Yeah, you had like players like Nicky Boy who was still a kid making like you know playing in Europe and, and Gary Walsh playing goals and stuff like that. My first proper yeah, memory of Europe is Dortmund. Oh, in '97. Was that '97? '96. '97. Dortmund. Yeah. Oh, Paul Which Lambert's one? team. Yeah, that, I, I got. I remember being really gutted about yeah. that. We battered them. Basically, battered them that that day against Dortmund. 
and it, I, he just won that. They scored after six minutes, and we still battered him up to the 92nd minute. Remember Dal Piero's goal in 24 seconds at Old Trafford? We won that game, but Dal Piero scored in like 24 oh, seconds. Yeah, 3-2, 90, 97, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I want to ask you, you guys this question, actually. What did you, you know, what things when you were younger did you think about football that proved to be wrong? So this is an example of mine. Before I went to my first game at the age of like four or five, I thought two things that were massively wrong. First, I thought you could hear a commentator come out the speakers. Right, okay. yeah. And second, I thought <laughs> at half time you moved around the stadium. So you moved to the opposite of where you was. That was possible in the old days. Is there anything that you guys used to think that? You've got to move with your team around. Yeah, yeah, just swap shirts. Swap shirts. Is there anything that you used to think that? I used to think that there would be like, well, I guess you have it at other grounds, but I thought it would be there at Old Trafford, you know, screens to watch the game on and the corners. They used to always annoy me. It's because United had no obstructed views in any season. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's unless you're behind one of the back, the Stratford End pole right in front where you're tapping oh, the Stratford yeah. End the old standing bit when United were attacking the Stratford End in the second half you could you could actually we were the 12th, yeah. 12th man and it was really good but if you stood the post is in front of you when you're like 14, 15 years old and you it was, you can't really see and the Stratford End there used to be a left side and right side and they used to have a go at each other like slag each other off and singing yeah. and songs and it was quite good when you like that that age. It's <laughs> all right. Crazy bastards. Oh yeah, we was crazy you know, bastards in them so days. You know what? The only thing I remember like started going to Old Trafford, which is I remember my dad used to take me in midweek. He didn't like to take me on the weekend. He used to say it's too violent and too rough. Because this was in the eighties as well. So we'll go to the night games instead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> take, take to Millwall on Wednesday. You'd be all right. um, but I remember like when I started going more and more often. It wasn't as bad as I expected. I'm not saying it was it was oh, it was great, but I started going like 91, 92, 93. And I used to go in the paddock where you could stand still. And it was like, you know, it didn't really kick off that much. We ran early away fans as well. It was a little bit, but not as, it wasn't as bad as I expected it to be. Because I think it, I think they were getting a bit more of a grip on that sort of thing as well. Talking about the fans, like, obviously we've done that video on Alex and John this week. Yeah. Um, we got the Red Army trying to do things for, 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 for United fans, which we're, we're going to do a documentary about as well. Um, shout out the Red Army. Um, what have you made of like because we talk about expansions at Old Trafford if we can get the railway extension and all that I know that's been going on for a long time we talk about the atmosphere at Old Trafford do you think there's any save in it or is it the atmosphere like, or is it too there far is gone is modern football just gone that way now it's because of safe there but you've you, you got to hold on to the atmosphere it's, it's got to be there I mean at Real Madrid and in Barcelona behind each goal They've got like a, se a se I think section you need to, and, yeah. and the atmosphere from them sections generates the rest of the ground. I think there's a plan in place to have that, uh, the Red Army, to have a section in the Stratford End. No, they are, they are next season. Have they not got the first so few rows of the Stratford End 18 to 25 rows? Yeah, so they've, they've, um, yeah. they've done like a... Uh, it's almost going to be like the Red Army section in the in the. I think the family end has been moved. We'll speak to them and get more information yeah. on get it. Fred so we're not to start anyway. And they've got a the website as well. Um, but yeah, yeah it's like there and that'll get them going. Well, get me on the pitch. I'll get the crowd going before <laughs> kick off. Tell you. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know in Spain where they have those guys with the microphones that yeah. could never work here? Do you know what though? I don't know if I, I had it in Paris. When I used to go to Old Trafford when I was a kid, you used to have guys that spent all the game facing the crowd. Or was that just like certain games? I remember that one as a Probably kid. Was certain games, yeah. maybe. Right, guys were facing. The in Paris, they had that. They, they had like it, a they guy. They abroad. Don't I've seen it in Germany and all that. Yeah. Ultra spend more time facing the crowd than watching the game. Yeah. Have you seen that one um, in America, <laughs> where the guys just like proper giving it loads, but it just proper looks awkward doing it. What like trying to? Oh, I've seen some. I've seen some bad ones in the MLS. But you know what's crazy about America? You know, before I went to America, I thought. It's going to be very cheesy. But I remember going there and around the United fans, I don't know if MLS teams are different. It was just like being in Sam Platz or something. Really? Like the way they were, like I got a video of the pub bouncing and you would think, is that down the road? Like it was, it was kind I'm, of nuts. You woke me up at half one in the morning with a United fan waiting to speak to me. Are <laughs> <laughs> you using a bloody oh, bar? No way. Mate, I went for a period where I was the Andy Tate guy. <laughs> 
Yeah. Are you that Andy Tate guy? Oh, fuck no, he's Adam McCola guy, you joker. Oh, <laughs> I told you, Andy, I, I had it when I was a reporter and we went into schools to try and get young kids to, interested in journalism. And we're in there one day and I'm on this bus full of kids and I'm like, have you ever interviewed anyone famous? And I'm like, yeah, you know, Wayne Rooney or if you're a City fan, Roberto Mancini. And one of them said, have you ever interviewed Andy Tate? I thought, that's him. Do you know what the worst thing was? No. I had interviewed you. <laughs> so I went, yeah, I am. Well, what was he like? The funniest you know, thing about that is when, when we had the app and we used to use it in, I was in high school like that. We had an assembly on and like one of the lads would connect it to the speaker and then like this was like towards the end, like towards our GCSEs, the teacher would be like, Oh, we've got an important period, all of this and then somebody would be like, Don't care and everyone just burst out laughing. Oh, I love yeah, that. Yeah, doing it rounds in skills and it they were using yeah. it to give the teachers jib. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, Andy Andy, we've never spoken to you about that period in your life because it was a bit of a weird period for you. Um obviously with when those videos went crazy. Um, what was it like for you during that time? Because when the videos first dropped, they got a lot of views, but they didn't go as viral as they did. And then Von Stranginio went, make, was making the vines and stuff. I was scared at first, because I, I was wondering who's doing this, this Von Strang character. <laughs> yeah, and I was quite angry and upset, but um, I said, where to work were very helpful, and my family were right behind me, and um, I just got on with it. Uh, cause I, I went back to my first United game in about three or four months. I think it was Hull City. Did you stop going for a bit? Then? I, stopped, I, I, I stopped going from about when it happened. It went all Why? viral. Because um, you're getting hassled down the street and you get, you're get getting people coming up to you, into your work, claiming to be, to know you. Because remember TalkSport? TalkSport. We're looking for your address Talk or something yeah, on, yeah. on air, you, you phoned me. About one o'clock in the afternoon, and are you okay? And I went, wow, what's up? Someone's going to knock on your door from, and you're supposed to be yeah, live on Talk really Sport. Weird. Nobody did. And somebody was claiming to know me just to get a prize. Yeah, it was mad. It did was you? mad. It was on Talk Sport one o'clock, and I was like, well, actually, I was like, this is, this is it's getting out of control now. Because people don't know. Andy, yeah, like during that time of fan cams, Andy used to watch fan cams for ages. And I used to say to him, do you want to come on, mate? And he'd say no. Like, every week he'd say no. I'm just watching, I'm just watching. And then it was around the Liverpool City games where you finally yeah, thought, yeah. let uh, me have my say. I you did, never swore. I did a Swansea you never, game. You never shouted, really. And you were spot on in everything you said, even though at the time I agreed with some of the things because I was uh, caught up in the Moyes hype. But that's what people overlook. They see, like, the accent and all this stuff. And... They overlooked the fact that you were bang on at the time. You said give it to Giggsy, you got the job. By the way, he knows about that. Oh yeah, I love and, that. And uh, all that other stuff that was surrounding it. So like, I don't know, it was just, I found the reaction to it was a bit. Yeah, it was a nice reaction. And like you say, um, like you got sort of like an Andy Tate fan club, but people trying to exploit it as well for their own get gains. Yeah. Um, full time devils out there. Um, shot a few people up as well, and uh, they looked basically look at you as well. Adam looked after me. It's weird, isn't it? Because like you get caught up in that, don't you? Because I remember watching those videos, and then I, in my head, even though it was horrible to watch that football, and everyone was angry. I I had the idea that Andy was an angry man. Then you meet him, and he's like the most chilled out yeah. guy. <laughs> but you can be critical yeah. without swearing. Yeah, yeah, you can yeah, you can say the right things. People think they, what, they know. And without being abusive. Yeah. yeah, I have. Because like I say, during the Van Gaal era, I, I, it got to a point where sometimes you got you got to say the odd swear word here and there. You know what I mean? Because it, it got to a no, point. No, but I remember once with you, Andy. You did loads of videos. You never ever swore. And then in one video, you swore, and it took me by surprise. And then after you were like, "Yeah, don't put that up," and it was kind of like. You had a control of it. Now, we never put it up because obviously, you know, some of us might have put it up because of great views and that. But <laughs> we didn't. And I kind of think, like, you, although a lot of people bonged you in with, like, this this viral, angry fan TV crowd. People hate that. People were love that. That's their choice. That, like, it was, you, you were completely different to that. And I think I, I admired that. And I learned something from that, that you don't need to swear to, like, get your point across. Well, I can remember a lot of what, those, what you said. And... Like Maka was saying there, it is true the way Moyes was appointed. Some of the football we were watching, some of the football we wanted to see, give it to Giggs. Monkey in a suit could do a better job. My favourite was, he's like a kid wandering around the shopping centre. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For his mom. I was laughing. 
<laughs> you know what? It's true. You know what? You look at that, and it wasn't ranting for ranting's sake. And I think sometimes people sort of forget that because now you've seen it, where it's just like, you know, screaming down the camera about threatening this guy and that guy and the other. It wasn't that. It was, you know, your United fans just watching. Nah, it it's coming up soon. <laughs> I think, I think yeah. Your videos. I think Ray. Ray Bobbins, give it, give it, oh. I'll give it Mourinho, and then we did, and we failed. But <laughs> like, Ray he was, was good. spot on in what he said at the time. Yeah. And there was also Bobbins. someone that we spoke to after Everton around that period. Oh, I forgot his name, man. It'll come back to me. But he was. We'll dig it out. We'll dig it out. We'll dig it out. We'll find him, man. But uh, yeah, um, it's a weird time for you, Andy. But thankfully, it chilled out. Oh yeah, yeah. I can walk down the street now. I'm just getting on with my life. <laughs> It was, I remember at one period it was like walking around with David Beckham though. Really, was it? Like, it was, I, I couldn't, like... I remember going you know, Wembley. Remember when we went Wembley and it went mental. Like even I think it was Everton fans. Which game was it? That it was went, Everton, yeah. And then oh, Everton fans will stop everyone like every two seconds. Do you know what's mad? I think it's because it wasn't just football. Like, I had everyone on Twitter that I followed that didn't care about football and they they loved and it. And I know you went. They were tweeting around, everything. Um, the Liverpool Liverpool FC's dressing room at the time. Yeah. Because they were doing well at that time. So you had become kind of like, they were basically obviously taking the piss out of Manchester. Well, they right? slipped it really at the end. Just a bit. Oh, I was Hopefully they'll do it again this year, you know what I mean? I was, I was re-watching um, like a video of that when they bottled it against Palace, which was just hilarious. <laughs> Chris I like Suarez, yeah. Oh, it was a guy on Talk Sport as well. Brian, it was brilliant. It was a guy on Talk Sport and he phoned in and it, that was the only comfort for me to hear the scouts oh. was crying after that 3-3 free, free draw. It was that great, was we went 3-0 so up and uh, I remember like, on Twitter some of them saying, I think they needed like, to win 8-0. 8-0 to get it. And they were like, we could actually do this. Yeah, because I, re- no, I started thinking at like, yeah, half-time, oh yeah, shit, they might do this. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, when you're scared of something happening, you start thinking it might happen. Yeah. And that's like now with Liverpool potentially in the league, we're like... I think they are. Ah. I've got a bad... You know I what? think they are. They've gone through the patches where they should have lost. Right, Fulham, that's everything. So from the they subscribers. Um, does missing out on top four this year mean a failure? That's from J Babs. John Babs. I think looking at where we got to after that amazing run under Ole, I wouldn't say it's a failure. It'd be more of a disappointment. It would be a failure for the club, yeah. but not a failure for Ole. Can't blame Ole. So yeah, yeah, we were, can't blame bad, weren't we? we were finished. We were finished. Oh, you can't, it I don't it'd be a disappointment, but you can't blame Ole because he's given us yeah. a fighting chance now. Yeah. I'd, like, I'd like to know how many teams have actually gained that many points. I think we've to been top of the league over. since Ole came. Really? It is like, championship yeah. winning form. Yeah. Yeah, it is, yeah. It is, um, it is United Devil 365 says best candidates for next permanent Manchester United captain. Captain? Under Herrera is a simple one for me. Yeah. I love Under Herrera, and I think giving the captain Arban will be comedy gold. I just don't know if long term that's that's the answer. But then who's who are you gonna give it to? Pogba? No, no. Vidic. I don't know if he's guaranteed. Vidic. So sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. You want to say Lindelof? We need the Vidic. We need the Lindelof. Yes, yeah. I'll give it Vidic. I'll give it Matic. Matic, yeah. What about Lindelof? I think I was thinking Lindelof. You know. Matic! Now I was thinking Lindelof. I don't think Matic has got a long term. Lindelof's Lindelof's not bad. Mate, give it Pogba, man. What are you talking about? I want Herrera, to be honest. If we can... We need to give him a contract. He's actually a United fan. I love Herrera, but I don't know. I mean, if he was captain, it'd be great just for the amount of piss. I'd say give it Marcus Rashford. Harry Hudson says, (laughs) what needs to happen for us to challenge next season? Uh, Sign a world-class centre-halves, number one. Can't they? N'Golo, can't they? I said that in three exactly. to four, yeah. three to four really players. Cool. Why? Look Why? what's happening. Sarri's. This is a perfect play. opportunity to go in for. Sarri's going to get sacked before we can. Yeah. If we could get him, I'd pay whatever it took to get him. And How many players do we need though? Three, four. You got him. I think you need the things I do f- to get Varane. A big boy centre back. Kulabali or Varane that can play both positions. Midfielder, another midfielder, a right winger. See Jadon Sancho. I think he's an amazing player, but if we spent a hundred million pounds on him. I'd be scared. Because you know what? You know people, like nowadays, they get hyped off the fact that they don't see him every week. They don't see him every minute. Yeah, they don't see when he makes mistakes. You don't mm-hmm. see when he has a no, bad game. They I've, don't see when yeah. he has a stinker. They only see when he does a great skill. But the thing is, he's, he's 18, and, I've, and, I've, and I think his... I think only Messi or something like that has had more assists at that age in the, in the top five leagues. It's not, it's not bad at all. People used to talk about Pogba. Yeah. Like, oh, we need Pogba. And now he's here. People are like, oh, Pogba's shit. It's like... But like... Have a day on. 
But with Sancho, you see him. Like the other day, they pulled back the game against Hertha Berlin. It was him. Game before that, Hoffenheim. All those games were because of him. He actually knows how to cross a corner. In. That's what I'd say. I'd chuck 100 million just for that. I, I think oh, we had Phil Jones taking The thing is, I don't want him now. I think we need to give him a, one more season in Dortmund. And Here's then a question. Come in Fluky Pundit says, what is the procedure to meet Gary Neville? What is the procedure? Go hotel football. <laughs> Go <laughs> Go hotel. Some sort of medical advice. <laughs> ask um, Darren Webb. He yeah. loves the moon. Yeah. Yeah. Ask Webby. Ask Webby. He loves the moon. United Webby. Go hotel football. Of Gary Neville's evil twin breaking out strange ways. Is it? You see it. Actually look like him. Carter says, how shit is the away ballot, which I wholeheartedly agree with seeing as a big chub for Barcelona it is crap it is crap we're still going though yeah, yeah. Still going, Man United ticket off is doing you no favours at all yeah. I think they just know your name Adam they don't like you probably don't like me this is it they see that Andy Tate coming up the field now not a chance I'm still waiting for United I, to pay I've for gone into the ticket office to buy tickets and if the guy like the guy so starstruck he's like ah I went, I just want to buy a ticket, mate. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and, and he's, he, he's, he, his eyes are lighting up like a little kid at Christmas. Should have gone, yeah, give it me for free then. Right. You uh, take advantage of that. He, when he didn't give it you in the ballot, did you say you are the biggest fool in Manchester? <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. the text he gets. Everyone else gets, unfortunately, unsuccessful. You have been all... You're six six seven 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 just so. text back. <laughs> Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> International break. I hate international break. You lot. Do you know what? I've never liked the international break because I always think it's unfair on United players because they always <laughs> <things> get. <laughs> they always they all get it's called all up. Do about United. So what are you gonna do they on the weekend? Eh? Bit of non-league football. Go out with him as he's shopping. None of the above. <laughs> none of the above. <laughs> England are playing Montenegro. I'll watch it. Sit, no. sit and watch the well McCann thing. documentary. But do you know how many years oh, I wasted interested. defending him on Twitter against yeah, they, England they, fans? They, they were not wasted no. years. And Van Gogh defended him to United take fans. Take that back. And then right to him to England he fans. scored in a burnabout. You know what I love? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When when Welbeck first went to Arsenal in the first season, I, I kept getting Arsenal fans going to me. Adam, you were right about Welbeck. He's really good, you know. Them tweets have slowed down there. Yeah, <laughs> my phone was going mad, and I didn't. I, I was doing something. I think I was doing a podcast, funny enough. And when I came out, <coughs> I had like about Twitter messages saying Welbeck scored a hat trick. Welbeck. Yeah. Like, Paul Scholes came out with like it was a disgrace that we sold him for sixteen million and all that. That was I, a bargain. I think it was much worse to sort out before Danny Welbeck at the time, in my opinion. Yeah, we let Raphael go as well. That was stupid. That was really And Welbeck was Raphael. perfect was for Van Hall's system. Yeah. Which it's was just the thing with really Welbeck that's, you know, whether you like him or not, the, the thing you can't get over is it's just too injury prone. Zup Zup saying you that. Guys, <laughs> you, you guys put a tweet out um, about the most heartbreak out of the selling the play. Obviously, yours Beckham. was David Beckham. What was yours? I can't remember. You didn't reply to us. No. <laughs> what would it be? The most heartbreak is selling. So what a made you the most upset transfer? <sighs> I would say it's Beckham. Yeah. Do you know what? It might sound crazy, but I think Stan. I do. I think it would have cost us. Him. Cost us the league that season. Yeah, I think. I think that was one. You should be writing books. Not even at the time it was most didn't, heartbreaking. Didn't Fergie get rid oh, of no, the no, petrol station? Oh no, no. I'm talking rubbish. Do you know who it was? Paulins. I know it's like you can't say that now because everyone hates it. But I was 15 at the time. Are you serious? I, honestly, I was 15 at the time. I used to love Paulins. And when we sold him, I was gutted. Where How did, did you feel to? when he accelerated for uh, Liverpool? Oh, oh, it was horrible. Did it go Harry. straight to Liverpool? No, no, he went to Twitter. Twitter. It was yeah, horrible. I was in a pub in Manchester, in, in Flixton, near where I live. And it was horrible because he did that. And then some idiot made a racist comment in the pub as well. So it all kicked off. And it was just, yeah, it was a horrible time. Because yeah. he thought he stopped us winning the treble, didn't he? Yeah, with his equaliser in 99. But as yeah, no. soon as the game was over, Fergie came out with that um, interview and it sort of lifted you. It, like, ga- it galvanised you. You felt Fergie like, oh, oh we're still in this. Yeah. And it, it pushed us on to win the, the turning point in this, that season for me. We're going to be speaking about this so much because it's 20 years on this year. But the Liverpool Cup game. <coughs> Owen scored after two minutes and then York. Was it your? 88 and, and Southgate in 90. Like that kind of set the tone for the rest of that season. Phil Thompson on the pitch is one of the best things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Screaming at the referee after full time. Do you remember? I can't remember. He stormed onto the pit, everyone was like, sit down, Pinocchio. <laughs> he just went straight for the ref. 
about the free because we scored from a free kick. Yeah, yeah. It's a tap led from a free kick, and he was straight over to the ref. And obviously, everyone hated Phil Thompson anyway. Uh, kicking off and all that, it was meant. Mine was uh, Ronaldo. That easily, man. Huh? The heartbreak. Easily oh, the move. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Just last me. Guys, yeah. 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 Nah, nah, nah. Hey. Nah, the oh, move yeah. was Ronaldo, man. And hey. then Rafael, it was the underrated one. Like, he wasn't like the best right back about, but we we had a problem at right back. One for me and as he well. Played for the that badge. didn't, that hurt, but it didn't mean yeah. as much because he was kind of finished as a player with Keane. Because I wanted him to finish his career at Old Trafford. I wanted him to have that happy ending. Because he deserved it. I believe <coughs> Roy Keane was more important to Manchester United than any other class of United team. I agree. I, you guys were having a debate with Bain. Yeah, the way, you, the that, way it ended. Well, the way it ended was um, a sad, uh, upsetting for me as well. Because uh, what happened? I, I just think as well, people have. He spoke the truth, though. People forget how good Keane was. I think the younger like, fans, because because of a pundit, he's become a little bit of a parody. Some of the things he comes out with, the feud with Fergie, people have almost. Some of the younger fans that probably didn't see him as much forget. And they just think, but even a foul, like a foul merchant, he's not. No, like, that's he weren't just no. chopping guys down. But he the thing is, when I watch, when I watch what he's done back, the moments against Arsenal, and like I remember, I went through this period when I was growing up where I'm like just watching all the older United games, just sat there, just like searching, like literally watching some of the like the full highlights of them, and like you see what he does, like he's a proper captain, but he's also brilliant on the ball, wins his tackles, and then you see that moment against Juve. So I mean, that's, that one, is, that's, that's it's brilliant. That you mentioned the Robson um, game against Barcelona because that's yeah. the big debate for a lot of older Reds. Yeah. My dad says Robbo. Robbo. Yeah, my dad says Robbo. I say Keane, but yeah. that's because Keane is my Robbo. Yeah, and like I never got to see. I got to see Robson. I think kind of like have mine's under Herrera. But it was like <laughs> I knew who he was, and because my uncle gave me a pendant from the '83 Cup final. Brighton or Wellwood? Was it against Brighton? Brighton. Brighton and it had all the team on there. And it's got Robbo on there and that. So I, I always had that on my wall. I thought in my head it was the actual one from the game. Yeah. And so when I hit about 16 and I read the back and it had like some merchandise souvenir company on the back of it, and I thought, yeah, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> but I had that, and that was kind of like how I knew about Robbo and Whiteside and all that. And yeah, what a player. That was but my first game I watched ever. First United Cup game, 8 3, Cup final. The yeah. first one of the really The first one. Then you get the taste of it, and I'm like, wow, this is good, this. And I watched the replay, and my dad went down. My mum was looking at How old were you, Annie? About seven, 83, seven, eight. Yeah. I remember like my first game was like, uh, well, watching it on TV was that Chelsea. I think Darren Fletcher scored a header. It must have been like when we had the Vodafone shirt and that. Mine was Sheffield Wednesday in like. I think it was just before the World Cup. The proper like game, I remember. But I remember a few bits, but like proper one was that one where I remember just Darren Fletcher scoring against Chelsea and like my brother's first game I brought him to his first game was against Bolton remember that game where Gary Neville's career got injured yeah he went off for that injury Kevin Davies yeah and he was like I was back in three months St. Patrick's Day that was was it me and Keane that one was absolutely four, four smashed one. yeah yeah, yeah. You know, I remember that game <laughs> we were winning 4-0 in the 93rd minute or whatever 92nd minute or whatever it was they scored the, the goal like to make it 4-1 and the player who scored ran into the goal and grabbed the ball. <laughs> <laughs> and then we <laughs> And all his teammates looked at him like, what are you doing? <laughs> We're going to score three goals in 30 seconds. Pack it. And then he started running and went, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> United scored a fifth. <laughs> <laughs> what? what are you doing, son? That was yeah, a He probably game. got excited. Another game that lives long in the memory is the Fulham game. After the World Cup. Ronaldo. Oh. That was a I big. That. That's what I thought. We the that's when I was proper. Like, 2006, that's when I got into yeah, That was the first game back at Old Trafford, wasn't it? Was it that one? Do we have to wrap up? I think we do. Um, no, 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 no one's coming. We'll be all right. We'll be all right a couple of minutes. <laughs> yeah, I remember that game. 06, yeah. 07, first game back at Old Trafford. And they just mm. worked so well. 5 1. 5 1. United just flew, they won the first three games during the next one, then just went on a run and a run. There was a lot of talk, I remember, because of the Ronaldo Rooney thing in the World Cup, wasn't it? That's why some of the the journalists in this country are just absolutely off the reds, because he was saying, like, oh, Phil, you should get rid of him. And he didn't even wink about Rooney? No. If you remember, was it Phil Scolari? The Portugal manager, yeah. Like, he was talking to him, and he told him something tactically, and he went, like, cool, I'll do it. Yeah. Winked. 
and he was like, that got brought out. It was just. But so then again, even it's always the it's, it's yeah. always United players, though. Do you remember yeah, like, the, yeah. the dartboard with Beckham's face on it? Euro 2000. Phil Neville and all that. That's why know. I stopped yeah. supporting that's, that's That's the same reason as me. Like, when I was mm. seeing that growing up, like, I liked watching England in the World Cup and stuff, but. I just see the treatment of United players, and then it's you see them like now. big up Gerard. It's a bit what? different now because right. there is a lot. So now feel good to the fat. team a bit more. Yeah, yeah, I feel like it is changed. Yeah. I feel like England are more of a club. The more representative like, as of, of, of the players the feel like that. Like, yeah, 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 I guess it's a, it's a bit better now. It's more it does. A, it does feel a lot. You can actually now. watch England and say, "Well, they're away from the summer." It helps as well in the summer because in the summer the team were probably the most likable England team in terms of players. There was no like John Terry and Steven Gerrard mm. players that I couldn't stand. Yeah, there was no. Yeah. Just a bunch of kids, wasn't it? Yeah, don't get me wrong, yeah. you know, there's a couple of players you're not super fan of, but by and large, it was a pretty it's sort like of all right team, wasn't it? I dislike Henderson, but I don't hate him. You know, you know what I mean? Like, too, it's like, he's too big. He cares about him, yeah. Like, so yeah, it's good I mean, to see that team together. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's sort of. Plus, United players were. Yeah, it took our minds last year off Brexit. Now we're at the point now, but yeah, it was a good three weeks last year. Andy, how do we solve Brexit? Give it gigs Theresa May out. Give it gigs at the end of Brexit. Oh, God. That's probably the most insane argument I've heard. That's probably the most logical argument I've heard when it comes to it. Give it That That is going to be around forever, isn't it? Give it gigs Is it? Do you think Give it gigs is like. Tara Fergie, that do you banner. Do, like, you don't remember like that banner, like Tara Fergie. Was it not like one of the moments for you because you was in South Africa with Giggs and you're talking about him saying that? Say that again. What happened? Where was that? <laughs> Apparently, yeah. I know you don't like talking about. <laughs> yeah, you, <laughs> like, you, like him, you like him in Paris. You By the way, the vlog's it. coming up soon. Yeah. Well, was it not a bit surreal for you to be sat there around Giggs talking about Andy Say? Um, <laughs> mate, my whole life as weird. well. My life's weird. It feels yeah. like I'm playing a computer game at the moment. Yeah, that. What video game is it? I like just a w- Sims. <laughs> I've had an absolute baller of a life. Like, yeah. how, why am I with Ryan Giggs? Like, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, why was I with Cantona? It don't make sense. Like, that Cantona one's mad. I still can't. You know what I love about the Cantona do as well? The first yeah. time I met him, properly, he had hair, and then when we interviewed him, he shaved his head, yeah. and I was like, "That's the Cantona oh, I know and love." Shaving oh, head. Yeah. Oh, that, that's a legendary moment. That having Cantona, a full-time devils. Only on here. <laughs> it is not. Um, yeah, nah, it's weird. It's weird. You, 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 you did a Mourinho thing, innit? We were watching no. that the other day. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I met Watch Mourinho. He, well, I don't get me wrong. He's a nice family man. He's a great guy. But as you see him develop over the years with United, um, you see what he is on the football side. You know, I did meet him and he was, he was really friendly. He was really down to earth. And he's like, uh, he signed a couple of shirts for me. I, I got a free trip to London, and it, it was a. I actually took the call. Can you come down to London? And I, and I'm like, this is crazy. This is out of my hands. So I had to phone representatives. I had to phone Chris at Full Time Devils. And went, <laughs> Chris, you're gonna have to take. It sounds this. like he's got an agent. He's just producer Chris. <laughs> producer Chris. But I, I, I said, Chris, you're gonna have to. Could you take this fo- phone call and just speak to him? He phoned me back half an hour. It was all sorted. I was actually shopping with with, with my missus, t- and I took yeah. the call. Hey, this is BT Sport. Can you come down to London and meet Jose Mourinho? I'm like, Dad, what do we do? Go meet him. Be brother, what do we do? Go meet him. Yeah, Within half mad. an hour, it was all sorted. I've just left it out of my hands, and it all got sorted. And it was a mad day to to go meet him. Because that was just when he got announced, didn't it? It's, yeah. It's weird because when you watch that interview back and you see how sort of relaxed he is and happy and like he's, he's talking about chips and gravy and having a scran and all the rest yeah. of it. Yeah, Rob's return yeah. and all that, yeah. And then, you know, to where it ended up going fast forward to the Liverpool game, it's like a different person. Do you know what I mean? It's like how, how it, United job. it all Do you think, so that, doesn't it? Do you think he was a bully? I think, I, think I don't think he was, was a bully. He's but I think, I think, I think, I think, I think he's finished. Mm. I, I, I genuinely, I've got, I've got no hatred towards the man yet. I genuinely just think he's finished and he's failed to move the times. He's, I can speak about this now without yeah. it bothering me because he's gone. Yeah. But I just think he's failed to move the times. Oh, yeah, to be a success goals. again, he needs to change. And I don't I think, think he needs to take he some sees time out anyways. He's an issue. I don't think he sees, I don't think he reflects on himself. I think stuff know. like, I know I didn't like people focusing on it. I did to a certain extent, yeah. I mean, I always think with Jose, 
it went very sour. Yeah. But there were some good memories. People forget that. Stockholm. Stockholm. Completely cup final. Stockholm. After what had gone on as well in Manchester the day before, you know, it was it was needed. Yeah. It was an amazing night that night. And we'll always have that. But yeah, I um Yeah. I um yeah, I do think you're right. He he does need to move at the times. Because I think that sort of Alex Ferguson style management of the, the hairdryer treatment he's gonna have it a little bit but you need to tone it down a little bit even Fergie, Fergie knew that Fergie he, didn't even Fergie knew when to put his arm around someone yeah. I think Mourinho it's always the stick not the carrot yeah, yeah. and it's like some players they don't need that like Popper doesn't always need that Martial doesn't strike yeah. me as someone that necessarily needs that and I think there's only sort of Zlatan who he left alone I just think people nowadays don't react to that no like People. Like maybe like my era, I think yeah. I just like Abdullah's age and below. It's true because like you know I worked in, in news and in radio where back in the day people used to scream at each other, throw things at each other. Yeah. Kicks and now they do that. You go to That's HR. True. You know you get yeah. in trouble. disciplinary. Yeah, you get in trouble. Don't speak to me. Speak to me. <laughs> no, <laughs> Abdullah <laughs> reported us to HR a few times already. I was just uh, about to, to, to say the union with yeah. like with Mourinho. I think you know when people were talking about him staying in a hotel and all that. At the start, at the start, I avoided it. I was like, yeah, whatever. But to live that long in a hotel, like live far from your family and all that per extra personal stuff that he had, I think all that extra pressure added on, and it just sort of like piled on, kicking off of the players inside. And I think he needs to take time off. I know he's doing some stuff with BN Sport and all that stuff, but I think he genuinely needs to take time Wouldn't off. Wouldn't surprise me if he had family issues and that, you know. You just I never know. know. I, I think he does. He just. I can't needs see. I can't off. see you living away from your family working. Being well. easy. Yeah. No, you can't. No, yeah. I'm not a child. Not by issues. I'm not saying no. His missus wants to. Do no, it. no, no. I can't. I'm just you saying like you need to be able to go home and switch off from your job. Yeah. Spend a bit of time with your family, even if it's just half an hour. He was sat in that hotel, paranoid as Scalzi fuck. did it, he used to go up, yeah. go to training, come home, switch off, sp spend time with his family, go back to training every day. That's all he did. But that's that's what happened to him. That, that's he, was sat in that, he was sat in a hotel, in an apartment, let's say, it's not within a hotel. He was sat in an apartment, just paranoid. Yeah, think yeah, looking what players thinking about what's I the think press, you're older, think as well, can't you spending yeah. too much time focused on just your job? Mm. When there's nothing else in his I think mind. when uh, Rio is it Faria? Is it Rui Faria? Yeah, you're yeah. just called Rio Faria. No. Uh, how does he say it? Rui Faria. Rui Faria. Rui Faria. I think he's managing now, but yeah. I think him and even I think yeah, he got a job in like Qatar or somewhere there in the Middle East. But yeah, he's a good run of games, seen that online. So yeah, he left he sort of left after being there with him forever pretty much. And that was sort of the start. I think because he could have been the guy that had a certain input in his tactics and his like, right-hand man almost that followed Maybe him everywhere. See, we talk about all his leaves. personal stuff, but ultimately his football wasn't good enough. And I yeah. think we should stop talking about Mourinho. Mm. Um, it's over. This we mentioned it. producer Chris a minute ago and uh, I just want to say, uh, while we're on the topic of producer Chris, a big thank you to producer Chris yeah. as well because um, how long have we been in this channel? Six years. Six of years. the last five years... Uh, producer Chris has been a massive part of the channel um, in following us on the road, being with Full Time Devils on the road, creating content, being in the studio, literally just working seven days a week on Full Time Devils. And he's moved on now. We have obviously replaced him, so that's not a problem. But thank you to producer Chris for all his hard work on the channel. And he will be, m I'll miss him. Um, yeah, thank you, Chris. His, number, Cheers, his Chris. number dropped Legend. from my frequently contacted today, oh, which is a bit. But he's still now and again is involved. He's not. He's still involved. He yeah. still helps out on the radio show. He'll still help out with the odd shoot. But I've got a new producer, Chris, who travels with me to games. And Chris Matt too. And his name is Producer Nick. He's an absolute wanker. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's panicking behind the camera. Oh, yeah, he's panicking. He says he's not God a producer. <laughs> he's just a videographer, but that will do. <laughs> not bad. <laughs> and you know what I'm lucky you got the first the week of the job the angles on you from now on are going to be shocking oh, the, the first the, watch the thumbnails he makes of me the first oh, week Nick. of the job he got to go to South Africa I know oh, that's oh, some, isn't it? oh I know it yeah, yeah. the best content this page hey <laughs> poor Abdul here had to fly the flag in Paris yeah I had to go to yeah, Paris I had to go to work you three are living it up <laughs> uh, get lost. We're all hey, in Barcelona. Right? That's why you yeah. need to get good with the camera, Andy, and then yeah, we can get rid of oh, producer. Oh, not one back days again. No, no, Ollie's at the wheel. Uh, good times are coming. I think Andy was scared we were going to make him rant angry things. 
<laughs> That's not what we're saying. <laughs> but anyway, guys, um, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching whatever you've done. Um, on iTunes, on Spotify, on SoundCloud, give us your reviews. Give us five-star reviews, obviously. Leave your comments on there. We want to try and get the podcast. What is it called? Charting. Yeah, charting. You want to get charting. Um, mm. So get on that. Get subscribing to the YouTube channel as well. We want to hit 600K by the end of the season. Um, who's Wally of the Week this week, guys? Wally of the Week. I'll go for the same performance. There are Wallys for losing to Wolves. <laughs> Because uh, I was really disappointed and angry. Seriously, I've done all wallies for last week. I'm going for yeah. all 11 of them. <laughs> I'm being brutally honest. You wanted it. There it is. I think, is that it? I, I uh, don't have a wally. I think, I think anyone who's seen the video with John and Alex, I think the club have been a bit wally, wally-ish. And the way they've uh, handled that the situation. I don't know what I'm on about. You've seen that. Mm. Like if you've not seen it then check it out you've got a fan like John and Alex who go to every single game feeling intimidated by away fans but I think as well if we no. if we look away from I think John and Alex have vocalised it and they've kind of come to the forefront of it to make it, their voices heard but they're speaking for a lot more people yeah I think that's something yeah, I have to realise yeah. like I read um, apologies I can't remember her name she tweeted and like stuff had got thrown at her as well and it's kind of like it's not just Alex, and it's not just affecting No, no, you're right. So yeah. you're right. Although, of course, we want to see Alex and John get a ticket for the game and whatever, and we hope that. Why can't United just relocate? It's not just that. Back. That's yeah. the problem, and it's it's cr- crazy. It's all about money. It's, it's all about kid. It's, it's, it's all about money with United. But I don't think it's even a case of money, Andy, because it's a simple case of mo- you're still getting the money for their tickets. Move them, and Is it's it? like Is we give them the best spot of the stadium, and it's causing an issue for our disabled fans. So. And our atmosphere, well, it's affecting everything. Why can't they just stick everything. them in the top tier, like you said? But the same it's because easy. it's the European teams, they don't do that, but they stick the English teams in the top. Remember Sociedad, yeah, though? When they, I know there was a lot of movement yeah. about that one. The Sociedad, where they had them in tier two, they had that singing section in the, yeah, in the corner. Yeah, it was all right. I mean, that was one of the best atmospheres we had, and that was yeah. the noise, wasn't it? And, and yeah. Sociedad contributed to that. Yeah, no, they did. They were, they were, they were, yeah. Um, yeah, sort that out. I was going to say something, but I totally forgot what I was going to say, so... We'll forget Wait, it. your wallet of the week? International football. Mm, that's a good one. I had a good one saved, but I can't remember who it was. It wasn't to do with Man United, though. Nick. Theresa May. Theresa May is definitely wallet of the week. But also, you know what? Slightly little. Jeremy Carbin, more like Pogba. Pogba's really? a bit of a wally this week. You know why, yeah? Because Pogba, like... Look, I don't think he, wa- he wants to leave this summer. And I don't think he was being malicious in what he said. So, let me get that out there. But we're in a good position now. Our manager's happy, we're happy, everyone's happy. Just kind of know what, your, what impact your words are going to have on fans and social media and stuff. And just think about it a little bit more. like, Because... You can prevent those things, you know what I mean? You can prevent that story from being a story. Even though... In your mind, you're not being a knobhead about it. When it comes out and all people see are the words and not how you've said it, then you're leaving yourself open to criticism. Do you know what you ought to be like? Be more like Michael Owen. No. He never says anything of any substance, of any interest, <laughs> anything at all in his entire career. I can't remember anything he's ever said because he's that so bland and boring. boring and he's beige. so boring. I do remember him yeah. saying he knocked boring. over a rabbit. Really? Oh yeah, well, when he tweeted like, that out, he like, like, got it, just ran over and wrapped it. I think that was oh, the yeah. first time ever that he said anything of any interest. <laughs> I mean, imagine a player that was injury prone, <laughs> advising other people to, but to be fair, he was right in what he said. If you're no, but I think pundits think that, but they don't say it with that much like detail. Like, he's going to get in and he should tell them to kick his ankle and do this, do that. Like, pundits think that. You could have said it in a much better way. We have Graham Sooners being racist every week on Sky Sports. We yeah. have Ron Atkinson on Amy TV every week. <laughs> Graham Sooners is just None of those crazy. things are alleged, so we're just going to say that <laughs> here on <laughs> Full Time Devils and leave it at that. But Allegedly. make sure you're keeping it like, subscribe, like, comment, share <laughs> on that bombshell. Happy belated birthday as well, by the way, Ron. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. I got stick for that. You see, oh, after the pay per no. review, we're oh. like, lady to Ron Atkinson. <laughs> So old school reds getting onto me like shut up Adam. <laughs> <sighs> Sorry if 
Sorry if your former leader's a racist. I used to love his commentary as well, talking about lollipops and all that. Spotters fans, yeah, 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 all went downhill, didn't it? Rapidly, <laughs> overnight. Thing is, <laughs> he's the same color as me, the knobhead. <laughs> like, come on, Ron. Jesus. Gonna and get us where, in trouble later, Adam. Why did they even bring, why did they even He brought black this? players from West Brom. And that's what makes me angry, like, you were seen as an ally. Ethnic minorities, and really, you weren't. You were kind of just like a slave master to them. Yeah, there's some shocking. I seen an interview with Paul McGrath once, and he was saying that some of the things you say in training. Well, Paul McGrath was like all right with it, like the language he was using. He was like, Yeah, I don't like, like people that are just all right with it. As well. Yeah, like, you can't stand up. Then he was that's probably that's pissed. Most <laughs> 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 Did he really say that? <laughs> anyway, guys, this has been the full time podcast, full time devils podcast. This has been the second podcast of. Um, is it the month mm-hmm. of the series of ever? Yeah. Uh, make <laughs> sure you keep coming back for more. Keep it locked to Full Time Devils. We are out. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply.